I was born blue. If my mother hadn't pushed me out quick as a cat, I would have been born dead and even bluer. Her cord was wrapped tight around my neck. She looked at my little blue lips, my blue toes and baby fingers, and she named me after Kali, Kali Jai. My mother was in the middle of a six-month stint in juvie for shoplifting and possession when I was born. She had 36 hours with me in the hospital before the state took her to finish out her sentence. My grandparents, stiff, unhappy couple that they were, got temporary custody. Kai told them my name, but my prune-mouthed grandma filled out the paperwork. Grandma would later claim to have misheard, saying, What I put on that birth certificate sounds like whatever that was you said, but in American. My mother didn't know until she was released back into her parents' custody. By then, everyone in town was calling me Paula Jane. You were originally named for the mother goddess who brings hope and springtime, Kai told me often when I was growing up. My lullabies were praise hymns. Kali, Jai Kalinka, sung in my mother's smoky alto, and Kali starred in many of my bedtime tales. I'd fall asleep, imagining a goddess made of sun and flowers, gold and green and beautiful. When I was five, I found a picture of Kali in one of my mother's sketchbooks. Kai was drawing a series of gods in colored pencil. I recognized some of them as characters from her stories. Hard to miss Ganesha, a big-bellied fellow with an elephant's head, dancing with his trunk curled high. And I knew Hanuman, the monkey god, leaping over the ocean with a bouquet of mountains in his hands. Then I saw my own name, Kali. Hope and springtime was jet blue and savage, her skin a stark contrast to the burning city serving as her backdrop. She waved silver scimitars and torches in her many arms, standing barefoot on a dead man's chest. Her skirt was made of human heads and hands, and her flame-red tongue was impossibly long, unfurled to swing between her naked breasts. My mother found me staring at this image, my fingers tracing the familiar letters of my own name beneath it. Am I bad? I asked her. No, baby, no, of course not. She sat down on the floor beside me and pulled me into her lap, sketchbook and all. You can't think of Kali in such a Western way. She spoke with all the authority vested in her by her flea market prayer beads and her lotus flower tramp stamp. She explained that in the Eastern Hemisphere, a half of the world that she had neither seen nor deeply studied, Kali meant change. Kali destroys only to renew, to restore justice. Kali brings fresh starts, she said. She leaned her head down over me to whisper. Her hair was long and dark, and it fell around us in a tent, smelling like campfire smoke and orange peel. Your name literally means hail to the mother over in India. But I was born in Alabama. 
My mother invoked Kali on the black and bloody soil of the American South, and she didn't get renewal, hope, or springtime. She got me. And wouldn't she be proud of me right now if she were here, and if she were speaking to me? I was parked in front of Zach Birdwine's house in the East Atlanta village, stalking him, determined to force a fresh start of some kind or another. I was better at the burning part, quite frankly. I certainly wasn't here to crawl up in his lap and ask him sweetly, am I bad? It wasn't the kind of question I asked anymore. I was a divorce lawyer, and as such, I knew never to ask the question if I didn't want the answer.